And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, I'm thrilled to announce that the Positive Head Podcast has a new sponsor. And it's a bit of a mouthful for me to explain all the juicy details, so if you have already heard this, feel free to skip forward about four minutes to get to today's episode. When I originally launched this podcast, I made a deal with myself that I would never bring on a sponsor that I wasn't extremely excited about and that I didn't believe wholeheartedly could greatly benefit my audience. Well, fast forward to a little over a year later to Burning Man 2016, where I caught the angelic lightworker Sonia Sophia from the World Tapping Circle facilitating a live tapping session for hundreds of people at once, many of whom, including myself, were either crying or laughing with joy from the emotional release the session had helped facilitate for them. At the end, as soon as I heard Sonia mention her incredible new online platform to help bring the powerful tool of tapping to people anywhere around the world, I knew I had to reach out to her. For those of you who aren't familiar with tapping, or EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, its praises have been sung by the likes of Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many, many other thought leaders in the consciousness community. It is an extremely powerful quantum level self-healing tool based on the premise that emotional trauma contributes greatly to disease and illness. And by tapping on key meridians on your body while addressing those traumas, you can release the deeply ingrained energy blockages associated with them. The great thing about tapping with Sonia as your guide is that it's super easy to do and she knows just what to say to gently lead you to the root of your emotional pain so that you can begin to release it. I strongly believe anyone participating in a session with her will feel immediate results the same way I did and the same way I've seen with hundreds of others. I believe tapping is the perfect physical exercise to go along with the heart and mind work we are consistently doing on this podcast, and it is by far the simplest exercise I've seen to help remove people's energetic blockages. To experience tapping for yourself, all you need is a device with internet access to join Sonia during the weekly live tapping groups at worldtappingcircle.com each Monday evening. 
Of course, I'm a part of the group, along with more than 100 others from all around the globe. The World Tapping Circle offers a lot of flexibility to join. You can sign up for either one trial session, a month of weekly sessions, or a year of weekly sessions, which take place live every Monday evening. It's really great, too, because if you miss a session for some reason, you always have access to the recordings of past sessions. Sonia and her team have also been gracious enough to offer a very special discount that is exclusively available to Positive Head listeners. The Positive Head discount averages more than 35% off the already reasonable prices on their website. So, if you'd like to sign up and receive this special Positive Head discount and get tapping immediately, simply go to worldtappingcircle.com forward slash positive head. I personally recommend signing up for the annual plan for a couple reasons. One, it is the biggest percentage discount offered of all the plans. It only comes out to like 68 cents a day to join. Pretty darn cheap for something that can literally help revolutionize your life. And two, because I believe wholeheartedly that if you commit to a full year of tapping for one to one and a half hours a week in circle, you'll experience a profound transformation and begin removing a lifetime of energy blockages. Not to mention the psychological impact of committing to a year will help force you to do it. I know if I pay for something in advance, I'm much more likely to not only do it, but also stick to it. The last thing I'll mention is that if you do decide to join, a portion of the proceeds will also go to Positive Head, which will help us to support and expand this podcast. So if doing it for yourself wasn't already good enough, just know you'll be supporting the show and helping us to spread the positivity. So the URL one more time is worldtappingcircle.com forward slash Positive Head and hope to see y'all in circle. All right, all you Positive Heads. Here we go again. I am back, and I'm not alone. I've got Nixie the Pixie here with me. Hi, everyone. Howdy-do, Nixie. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing quite magical. Quite, quite magical. Well, um, it's wonderful to have you here, and uh, I'm excited to dig into some juicy stuff. Um, Let's see, uh, just to jump right in, you know. Jump why on not? in, dive in, head first. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just, you and I were just talking about something that led to an idea that I wanted to discuss that I've d- discussed before. And that is telling a story about things in your life or spinning whatever's happening in your life into a good story, right? And you guys have heard me talk about this before, and it's one of my favorite pastimes, taking, especially if there's something negative that's happened and taking it and finding like a positive spin on it um, and, you know, why why it serves you. I think this is really important because what you believe about something creates it to be so. Um, and, uh, of course, when there's something positive in your world, um, that's, that's really easy to tell a good story. Yeah. And then you can reach. Now, I'm going to reach with this story, but... Then it serves me, right? So here's the story. So I'm a kid. I'm I'm really into sports as a kid. Um, I play a lot of sports as a kid. I would spend. Um, I, I went to Chicago multiple times uh, as a kid to visit my uncle, who I was really close to, and um, he would always take me to like a, a Bulls game. For example, I saw Michael Jordan. You know, the year that he first won his championship, which was pretty cool. I was pretty into basketball at the time. I'm like 14 or 13 or something. Um, or he took me to Bears game or Cubs game. So I remember he took me to a Cubs game when I was really little. And so 
I had a Cubs banner on my wall for many, many years. Now, the thing about the Cubs, they just won the World Series, right? And and what their reputation is, and I don't follow sports at all these days, guys, by the way. It's like I something about watching other people you know, get paid a ton of money to play a game. It's like, I want to go play. I want to go have my own adventure, not sit here and watch yours. No offense to anyone that's really into sports because they are, I, I prefer to play them as opposed to watch them. But when I was a kid, I did both. And so anyway, um, so the thing about the Cubs, they're known for losing. They're like the loser team for like, <laughs> I do know this, like a hundred years, over a hundred years since they've won any, you know, the World Series. And of course they won. They just won the World Series. And so instantly me being the reacher that I am to tell a good story of what it means and how how can it relate to my life? It's like, oh, I had a Cubs banner, banner on my wall for many years as a kid. And I've been through a period of um, sort of getting my butt kicked for the last year and my professional life and had some hardships, you know, relationship breakups, things like that. Okay, here's this this team that I resonate with. I have pictures in front of Wrigley Field, the world famous Wrigley Field sign, the only baseball game I've ever been to, and um, or professional baseball game. And now here these guys are winners after all this getting their butt kicked. It's like, okay, well I'm connected to the Cubs. Now it's my yes. time for like a big win. Awesome. I have all these things percolating that are uh, really amazing and have so much potential on so many levels. So, um, so yeah, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. That's a, <laughs> so that's you're a winning. Ref- that's a reflection. I'm winning. <laughs> I'm connected to this team. I have a connection to this yeah. team and uh, it's, a, it's a reflection of my own imminent uh, victory after, you know, uh, maybe what you would say on some levels in, in some areas of life could be a losing streak, right? Or getting your butt kicked. And uh, yeah, so I, I just love that idea. And it's something that I talk about, you know, a lot. It's like, take what's happening in your around you and make it into your story. Even if, whether it's good or bad, find a way, spin it because you're a creator and what you believe you make true. It becomes love real. It. Yeah. Good perspective. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see here. Moving right along now that we've got my... Um, my cub story out of the He's way. He's got his message out. I got my message out. <laughs> he had to get it out. I had to get it out. Um, so that was just something that kind of popped up here as we started, uh, right before we started, that I wanted to share with you guys. And let's see, you have some um, quotes that you want to talk about or a quote that you want to give a little breakdown and explanation of, don't you? I do. Ah. <laughs> I um, tell. I would love to. I was talking with a friend the other day and uh, we were talking about being empaths and I felt like this is a perfect time to share a little bit of guidance and support on working Do you want to explain with... what that is? Oh yeah. So an empath is for people who don't know, or maybe perhaps you feel like there's something that you don't know about yourself. Um, an empath is the ability for someone to feel emotions of another individual and to be able to just walk into a room and pick up on certain things that you may feel like isn't necessarily yours. Mm-hmm. And, um, or sometimes you're picking up on things, right? Where they're not even, can an empath be unaware that what they're feeling is someone else's? Right. Exactly. Which I think, which is what a lot of what I wanted to talk about in bringing that awareness to the fact that you are feeling possibly someone else's and what to do about it and how to navigate it and to turn it into something positive. 
So this quote that I found, it resonates definitely for me as well as I'm sure some of you out there is it is both a blessing and a curse to feel everything so deeply. Indeed. Wow. Yes. So that blessing side of it is that we can learn to turn this tool into something that's going to benefit not only ourselves, but others around us. And I guess the curse of it is that we just feel so much. (laughs) And um, I felt like this was a big part of my awakening path of not really understanding why I would have these emotional breakdowns or something that would... I would feel that I couldn't quite make sense of, but as I got went down the rabbit hole deeper and found out a lot about what this empath stuff was all about mm-hmm. and talked to like-minded individuals and friends, it really supported me. And so this conversation that I had was with my friend Julian and he was just ha- having this conversation with his mother and she's like an old soul, just very wise and mm-hmm. gave him this piece of the missing puzzle for actually both of us. It was medicine for us both. And I, wanted to share with you but if you walk into a room and you start to feel things that aren't necessarily of your being so you know you're with somebody who's going through let's say a divorce or a breakup or a loss a death or something and you start to feel and pick up on the energies when it starts to become actually part of your being it it's when it becomes your thoughts so when you start to think of the similar path of oh i'm not you know worthy of finding this this partner or this divorce really just broke up that person on a on a uh, emotional level and they're very sensitive and then you start to think about it yourself so um instead of what once you feel that thought become into your mind mm-hmm. What his mom, what my friend's mom explained is that it's actually almost like a neural pathway connection to that person Mm. and that there's a line that you're connecting to. And because you're picking it up and putting it into your mind, that's when it becomes yours. Right. And instead of you, instead of putting it into your mind as a thought, but putting love and sending love through that direct line Mm -hmm. to, to switch the frequencies and it. It emits within them as well as within you. So instead of being that kind of curse of mm-hmm. <laughs> that blessing curse, like we were saying in the quote of it just being um, more of that blessing, being able to tap into that gift of sending love instead of taking right. it on. Because uh, I think that stems from a lot of people's depression, anxiety, having a hard time to deal with people out in public, um, but also sending sending love and putting that protection bubble around yourself um is is really powerful way to navigate all that stuff yeah so um i think that's a really interesting thing because you know i've run into i know multiple people who are empathic who you know it's it's it becomes like an issue of and i believe we've even had people write into the show asking how do i deal with this you know i feel what others feel so strongly and Certainly there's uh, all kinds of like uh, guided exercises out there where you can, you know, protect yourself, right? But I think this is an interesting twist on sort of becoming what you're talking about is becoming more aware of of what's yours and what's not yours and just knowing, okay, I'm this person that's going to pick up um, as a video we're going to share here in a moment uh, with uh, Abraham talks about impasse observe things vibrationally, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you start to understand I'm observing things vibrationally, that's part of who I am and what I do. And we all do it to some degree. And impasse, of course, more even more sensitive than the average person, right? 
So I'm observing things vibrationally. So let me be aware that that's part of the thing. It's not just the five senses that we're used to observing with. I, I've got this other piece that is maybe I haven't been giving its due and then I'm confused by the effects or what I'm experiencing. So become aware that there's this is a very pertinent piece that you are observing with. And by observing the fact that you observe vibrationally, <laughs> um, now it becomes, oh, okay, I'm, you get better at at sort of sifting, right? right? Oh, this is mine. No, no, this is someone else's. I wasn't feeling this before walking in the room. And then once you make that observation, now you've sort of gained control. Mm-hmm. And once you've gained control, now you can start practicing sending like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm going to reverse this. Instead of taking it on as my own, I'm going to send love back through this line, this connection that I've got. It's like a backdoor, backdoor medicine yeah. to the person, right? And yeah. what a cool, fun, exercise and game to start playing with and now instead of being fearful of the fact that you know i'm empathic and you know vulnerable it becomes it's like an it becomes an empowering way to play play with this 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 gift right yes absolutely because it is a gift and i think that that's something that can be a little a little challenging at times is the gifts that we have can be overwhelming And with that overwhelm, even then just putting love there and realizing that it's a gift and a tool to navigate in this world. And yes, we are sensitive. Yes, the veils are super thin. Yes, there's all these things going on that are making the sensitivities heightened. But um, as we all collectively come together and learn to utilize these tools to benefit and put positive energy there is, again, it's just a powerful way to raise consciousness and raise our own state of awareness. Absolutely. Well, now let's bring in a third opinion. (laughs) Let's channel in some Abraham here. Um, This is a clip that you actually found uh, on YouTube, right? Yep, I did. And um, it's just a a relatively short, but as always with Abraham, packed full of goodness. Mm -hmm. So let's let's take a listen. I can go into a room or into a space and... I I feel as if I can pick up other people's stuff. Like when someone is sitting in a chair and they... You can, you can. So how do I stay? By shoring this up more. Because when you get that momentum going, nobody's getting on your wheel that's not up there with you. Okay. But if you're sporadic at it, if you're there and you're there and you're there and you're there and you're there, if you're all over the place, as most people are, because most people are offering their vibration in response to what they are observing. So isn't it logical that you could also be observing vibration? Right. Okay. Okay. That's what people who are empathetic are. They feel the vibrations of others. They sort of resonate. But do you know what an empathizer is? An empathizer is someone who has not practiced their own vibration and just sort of goes along. Just sort of goes along. And you don't want to be someone who goes along. You want to get off to yourself and shore up your vibration and meditate and shore up your vibration and listen to happy music and shore up your vibration and make lists of positive aspects and shore up your vibration and rampages of appreciation and shore up your vibration and slumber and allow your vibration to settle in where it is. And be with people who you enjoy and shore up your vibration. And compliment every chance you get and shore up your vibration. And look for reasons to feel good and shore up your vibration until you've practiced it into such a place of stability that those who aren't there 
don't find you. Now, in a room full of teachers like you all are, the thing that trips you up is that you want to help those that need help. And so you go where you find them to help them. But instead of you uplifting them, they downlift you. So if you will accept these premises, and we promise you they are law, everyone has access to source. And everyone feels the resonance of love. And when you take the time, as so many of you do, to come into alignment with the fullness of that which is you, those who are ready for you will find you. And those who aren't ready for you won't benefit by you anyway. So you want to be the teacher who is here, but there are plenty of teachers who are here, and plenty of teachers who are here, and plenty of teachers who are here, and plenty of teachers who are here. And law of attraction is lining everyone up through the path of least resistance with what they are most ready to allow, you see. This is a room full of teachers, of teachers, of teachers. You are high vibrational fools. <laughs> you are pure positive energy. You have come for the purpose of that high flying vibration. And as we said to you earlier today, you cannot go back. You must give in to the frequency that really is you. And in your living happily ever after, there will be plenty who will come to you to say, what more for me, what more for me, what more for me. We are not for a moment suggesting that any one of you could not help any person on the planet because you could. It doesn't matter where they are, you have the ability to move them into a better feeling place. We're not suggesting that there are whole segments of the population that you can't reach or who can't reach you. We're just asking you to put your attention upon the only thing you have control over and let law of attraction sort it out. Because you can't go back. So yeah, as um, we mentioned earlier, you know, empaths observe things vibrationally. And, uh, and you know, uh, Abraham also gives some really great sort of advice, right? Um, wow, yeah. Empaths she, just... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk over each other here. Um, yeah, she really highlights what we were just saying about um, moving, moving into a better feeling by placing, you know, like sending love into that place of a better feeling and not feeling like you have to help somebody, but just by being, cause we're mm -hmm. all teachers, we're all teachers in the room. Right. And, um, yes. Yeah. She says, um, so really she gives a whole nother way. We talked about protecting yourself, putting like a white light of mm -hmm. protection, reversing the flow, being aware that, you know, this is coming from someone else and sending love back in their direction. Um, and then here's sort of a third way to deal with it is, um, is, you know, impasse 
typically are just going along with things and haven't practiced shoring up their own vibration, right? So sure up your own vibration. So really establish what is my vibration and consciously be aware of what your vibration is. Consciously drum that up before you're walking into the room or going to mix it up with a lot of people. And then now you're going into it, you know, instead of a two on the feeling good, happy, positive, joyous, you know, you're an eight because you brought awareness to it, right? And then now that's harder to penetrate, right? It becomes sort of like the white light of protection, yeah, you know, in a sense, in a different sense. So, um, and then I love, love, love how she talks about, look, you don't need to go seek people out to bring them up. And that's kind of what, once again, mm-hmm. I think sub- unconsciously a lot of empaths are doing, oh, yeah. right? Definitely. They're sort of amateurs in their, in their past that we all are, right? We're yeah. all leveling up and learning how to manage our, our different gifts. But so they're putting themselves, it's like throwing themselves to the wolves and they're not really ready to defend themselves. It's like, sure up your own vibration. And instead of seeking them out as much, you know, kind of laying back and um, allowing them, them come, come to, to you. you. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can be, I've definitely been in that, in those shoes and I love that sharing up your own vibration. I mean, that's powerful to be able to walk into a room and know that that room is yours. No matter what comes targeting at you, what arrows come shooting at you as far as energy and yeah. That's some good medicine. Yeah, for sure. She talks about putting, you know, putting your attention on the only thing you have control over, which is your vibration. Make that like that's ground zero. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, she makes fun of us a little bit saying you're a high vibrational (laughs) fool. (laughs) I love that. It's pretty funny. Well, Nixie the Pixie, this has been wonderful, as always, to mix it up with you. Thank you. Mixing it with Nixie. Yeah, that kind of rhymes, right? <laughs> Mixie Nixie. <laughs> what did someone call you on a re- review? They said Minxie. <laughs> yeah. When I pronounce my name, some people, they, they like stop and, what did you say? <laughs> what, huh? And I always just say like Pixie, so call me whatever you want. Call me anything. Call me anything. Well, um, you uh, have some music. I like to hand over the DJ controls yes. to you when you're here. What do you got? Got some Banks Goddess Energy up in here. We've got Gemini Feed, the Swell Remix. In it, G, with the Gemini Feed. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> 